0: And we're back. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Han.
1: Hello, long awaited. There's so much pressure because everybody's been asking us to bring it back because it was so good. Is,
0: okay, well what is that that what is that it we're bringing back?
1: The it is the Rec Center Podcast. The Rec Center Podcast. Blah, 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 blah. Wasn't there like an intro that we used to do? I don't know. I think there was.
0: Uh, should we listen to it back listen back to it?
1: I think I wrote it down. Let me find it in my notes. Okay.
0: Uh, well, I mean, I, can probably, I remember our slogan. What is that? Where we <laughs> Welcome to the Rec Center podcast. We recommend things to each other and in turn to you, oh, yeah. the listener. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about?
1: I think there might be one other thing, but I think that's good enough for now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> We're going sl- slowly making our way back in.
0: I'm taking baby steps. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll take baby leaps and then we'll take baby crawls backwards a little bit but then we'll take baby runs and
1: then we'll baby brush our teeth baby fall in love
0: you're going to little you're getting a little ahead <laughs> let's, let's take it let's take it one day at a time okay uh so what's up what's 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 the haps what's going on
1: they can't answer us
0: no i'm talking to you oh this is a podcast where we talk to each other oh right, right, I, don't, I, don't right, give, right I don't give i don't right, give a right, flying right. hoot what it's, the regular not, folk it's not
1: dora okay um well a lot has happened since we last spoke since you and i and jack last spoke which was the last time we recorded this podcast was um, that was
0: that the last time we spoke
1: yeah about two a little over two years ago i don't think it was that. Long. no no no, no, no. A year and a half
0: i think i think yeah maybe a year and a half is more
1: it was at the start ish a couple months in a few months oh, into oh, covid that we stopped
0: okay well, let me tell you one thing. It has been bloody long enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: wow. <sighs> well, since Still then, even though we yeah. weren't speaking, we got engaged. We
0: talked about that on the podcast already. No. We talked about that. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. We you're, did.
0: You're, you're, you're way behind. Oh. I think you haven't listened to our last episode. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't like hearing my voice. Why? Um, I don't know. I get it. it. Stresses me out. That's fine. Um. Well, we got married. We
0: got married. That was cool yeah we went on our honeymoon to barcelona
1: barcelona
0: yeah uh very last minute we're supposed to go to greece uh we ended up going to barcelona which ended up being way sicker
1: yeah it was awesome uh and uh jack played, in the, <laughs> jack played in the whole thing it was great i did it was I did. super fun
0: uh and hannah was you know she was worried i wasn't pulling my weight in the wedding planning oh my gosh no which, i just wanted to control everything fairly, myself it's a hard it's a hard balance you know Trying to make your significant other who likes to control a lot of things, uh, control a lot of things, but also make them feel like they're being supported uh, and help. Uh, It's a very, very fine line to tiptoe. And I probably did it very poorly.
1: Yeah, because I really want you to do the dishes, but ultimately I know you're not going to do it right. So I'm going to be mad at you that I'm the one doing the dishes, but it's also my choice that I'm the one doing them. Yeah, yeah i think it's i think that it's, kind of vibe
0: i think it's like a double like a double dip to where you know like yeah you have to do dishes but you get to be mad at me about it
1: Yay. yeah. oh that's so true it makes me feel better about yes. do- uh, you know what yeah wow yeah we didn't need to go to therapy <laughs> we got it we got it
0: we just needed the microphones in front of us to yeah. we'll talk about our problems be honest uh what else is going on
1: um well we moved we moved Jack switched jobs twice. switched jobs twice.
0: twice. <laughs> I just quit my other job. <laughs> he quit. He
1: got a job, quit it, got a new job, quit that job, went back to job number one, mm-hmm. and is going to love it.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Hopefully.
1: Oh, prior to that, though, we got COVID.
0: We did get COVID. That <laughs> was pretty awesome.
1: That sucked.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yep.
1: And that's why my voice sounds different than the last episode probably, the last episodes because I think it just changed my voice and the way it is forever.
0: You're you're so much more of like that girl now. you know, Like, like the you're, raspy. You're a raspy voice girl. Yeah. That's fine. That's a I'm cool thing. I'm not
1: trying. It's not early in the morning. This is just the way that my voice sounds now.
0: That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I feel like my voice is getting more and more annoying every day. Uh,
1: but I'm sure the COVID helped.
0: I don't think so. I don't think I was hoping that COVID would do something to my voice as well.
1: You know, I hoped it would change your personality a little too. Um, I think I'm still waiting.
0: Yeah. I think you, uh, I think you're, you you know, better luck betting on the, uh, (laughs) better on on the (laughs) lot. Say it. Uh,
1: I'm just kidding. No,
0: I, I, yeah, I was hoping that COVID would do something to my voice, maybe make it a little more manly or something. But uh, I feel like my voice is getting higher. It's getting whinier. uh, And I can't stop complaining about everything.
1: Yeah, Yeah. 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 We also celebrated week and a half ago five years of dating.
0: Yeah, I mean we're not dating anymore. Uh, n- n- we d- we don't date each other. Okay. After you get married. <laughs> yeah, actually, get married. You're supposed to stop, you know, going out and doing things. Right. It's supposed to just be like, we're, right? We're just but together.
1: we're but, but we're breaking the rules. We're still doing that.
0: No, I don't. I don't think so. Oh, but. Maybe you are <laughs> uh, I don't know who you're hanging out with but it hasn't, okay, it hasn't stupid. been me. It hasn't been me okay anyways
1: um, but yeah life's been good we've missed you guys. we had so much fun doing this and life just got really busy and then yeah. all the things all the excuses that we had to not do this but um, but we're back and we're really excited. I'm yeah. my heart is beating so fast
0: yeah well I think that's because you have heart palpitations yeah
1: it is yeah. I do have heart problems and also anxiety and asthma. Um, so I think just Yeah, well, well nobody's perfect. Let's
0: not let's not you know be a Triple Jeopardy if that's um, a thing. So it's been a while since we've done this. Uh so I was actually at my job I just left, which sucked. Terrible work environment. Um I would go to go get a tiger every day though at lunch, because it's my one of my one places to escape to from the hell, which was my previous office. <laughs> uh and there was a barista there that knew you and recognized me, yeah, named Jenna
1: shout out to jenna shout
0: out to jenna so nice jenna and she said hey i I miss your guys's podcast that was the best i'm like jenna i don't even know you but i'm obsessed with you now yeah I don't because know. You, you like me know. and that's the number one factor for me you know wanting to be friends with you is if you like me <laughs> or you support something that i do that is somewhat arbitrary so jenna hyping me up about our podcast, gave me the idea. <laughs> it really
1: kind of kicked the it kind of it
0: kind of got the gears moving again. Yeah. And I was like, "Han, we have we have fans, we have a following out here. There, we're there letting are people, down. There are people in the zeitgeist that need to hear our very lukewarm takes on very popular things that most people watch. Yes, so we're doing that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. um Some things that you know we've liked recently that." You know, we don't need to recommend, but some things that have been floating around. Uh, sure. Bachelor in Paradise Season 6. We've been watching that together.
0: Uh, which season is that?
1: But it's the season that we're watching right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Bachelor in Paradise okay. Season 6. We started off with Bachelor in Paradise Season 5. Amazing. That's the one with Tia and Colton. Okay. No. Jack's super yes. into it. Yeah, with Tia. And then, um, and then you Freaking know, Tia. Season 6 we're on right now it's a great thing we've been watching also one of the other things that we recommended in the past was righteous gemstones yeah season two is out yeah we, we have watched haven't out. watched it yet we watched the first episode we, we did watch the first episode decided to pause because there's about eight different shows we're each watching
0: yeah i think we just wanted to savor that one
1: yeah yeah so that's um, the haps
0: yeah bachelor in paradise i kind of in of a, a little a little lackadaisical lackadaisical
1: I don't know what that means.
0: Like relaxed or like lukewarm to it. I mean,
1: you could just say that. Yeah, I guess. guess, (laughs) But
0: I don't sound like really smart when I don't say it like that. Yeah. Uh, I've been a little bit lax or lackadaisical to it. Uh, I just think I liked the season five a little bit better. We saw Tia kind of having a meltdown every week. Yeah. We saw Colton. We knew he was gay. Yeah. Knowing Colton is gay and then watching things back, much, much more interesting.
1: I think that season five and season six both are just not only like the most fun seasons of the whole bachelor franchise to watch, but also it's like the peak seasons of like bachelor royalty. Yeah. Like all the heavy hitters from like all those different seasons are in those bachelor in paradise. And we saw this last season on bachelor in paradise. None of the heavy hitters agreed to come on the show. It was kind of just like, the people who got sent home week two, week three, it yeah. wasn't that interesting to watch. Yeah,
0: yeah, kind of just a lot of wet farts of, yeah. of contestants. You still had big it's daddy. Still- you still had big daddy Harrison back then. Yeah, yeah, know? that was in a, a pre a pre racial Chris Harrison timeline. Yeah, and then he had pre to go his ruin mistakes. It. Yeah, he had, he had to go ruin it. Uh, I'm sure he was pretty, there, I'm sure there was plenty of controversial things back then. We just didn't know about just, it. I didn't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I know about this one, so. But anyway, you know. yeah,
1: that's what we've been up to watching wise, but we also have some fun things to recommend, of course.
0: Yeah, we're probably just going to do one each. Yeah. Just one, maybe, yeah. maybe a bonus. Who knows? Perhaps. I, I literally didn't plan any of this out. I'm just <laughs> and kinda, I planned I'm kind of pulling things it. out of my butt as I speak. Great. Per usual.
1: Yeah, that's how, that's how he flies.
0: Okay, well, gen- generally it's gentlemen's first
1: in the yeah, show. you can go ahead.
0: Uh, but I'm going to let you go first. Really? Yeah, because I feel like you put a lot more thought into it than I well, did. Well... I'm kind of just going to chat about something.
1: Okay, <laughs> I'm just, you know, the chatting is not always comes. The pressure easy. is on. Yes, the pressure the is pressure on. The pressure is on. But, um, okay, so one show that, so uh, like I mentioned I individually, not even like Jack and I, mm. I'm individually watching like four or five different shows right now. Because you
0: are just, you're just a hand of all trades.
1: You know, I work from home, so that's just what happens. Let's be nice. <laughs> um, But uh, one show that I would love to talk about, I initially didn't want to talk about it. And then I was like, you know what, I'm going to talk about it. And that show is Euphoria.
0: Euphoria, let's go
1: everyone's talking about it so i didn't want to talk about it but who, i just who,
0: who is talking about it <laughs> get, get, the twitter me.
1: sphere the, okay the like, talk sphere who, who's
0: podcasting right this second probably
1: a lot of people
0: yeah but who that we know
1: okay no but i i i'm justifying it because you can whatever you want i we run this show you guys know if you've listened to our episodes that i and jack are huge a24 fans and, and hbo fans and HBO fans for sure. I'm
0: probably more of an HBO fan than I am an A24.
1: Yes, and I actually like. There was like a TikTok or something that I saw recently that really made me insecure. That like called like
0: insecure. Another HBO show.
1: It's a great yeah. show. Um, thank you for that. Yeah, um, shout out little to plug. Insecure. Um, I saw something that said like that liking A24 is like chuggy and it's that become, really it's become a meme that really hurt yeah, my feelings it's become,
0: it's, it's, it has become a meme though
1: yeah i get it i get it but also like all the kids love euphoria so where's the lie you know
0: <laughs> was there a lie
1: at stake <laughs> well i just you know it makes me feel better about like in e24 that euphoria is something really cool that they produce. you know
0: it's okay to like popular things yes like i'm sitting over here watching a marvel movie every week Like acting like it's special, like it's not. Yes, everybody loves popular things. Yes, it's alright to like popular.
1: And I forgot that a twenty four even like did TV shows, Mm -hmm. and then I looked it up because I was like, oh, that's so funny, and like that, how fun they're doing a TV show. And then (laughs) I remember I looked it up and I saw that um, they of course did Rami, which I have suggested on this show pre in the past. Shout out to Rami, friend of the show. Um, and they also produced Z Way's show or a part of it, what I think they produce you know Z Way? No. Okay. What show is that? She like got popular on TikTok. Okay. For or no, on Instagram You're Live. Of Jojo Siwa. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. She got popular on Instagram live for interviewing canceled celebrities. Okay. And basically like tricking them into being racist again. Okay. (laughs) After they had already.
0: (laughs) What is it like to be a rapist?
1: Um, And then, so also I am not currently up to date with Euphoria. I started late. I started season one when season two aired. And so I binged season one and it was wonderful. Mm -hmm. And now I have an internal struggle of like whether or not I should catch up to present time. Or if I should keep watching behind. But I keep getting spoiled on Twitter. Yeah. But then I also, like, don't want to not have episodes left to watch. Mm. You know? So that's been my struggle. I feel like we're opposites in that way. What do you mean?
0: I feel like I'm usually the one... I so I, My biggest fear is like something being like some kind of reveal being spoiled for me. Show.
1: And I feel like you have like FOMO, like being a part of like Twitter conversations. Oh, or like yeah. Scrolling through Twitter after some event happened, you know, yeah. and that's well, like a fun thing well, to be involved in.
0: Yeah. Like there's just something there's such a there's something so special about watching something when it comes out like that. Like this. Like I mean, you know, I not to not to brag. I went to to film school minorly. That being that I minored in film in college, uh, and very exclusive, it's gotten me nowhere. Um, one of my TAs, he did his like master thesis on the concept of liveness, uh, liveness as like as in action, in like like the the concept like culturally that live television, oh, like or like being
1: live, yeah,
0: like uh, experiencing something live does culturally uh and like mentally and emotionally and, um and personally uh and he like brought up shows like live pd and like how cops kind of started that revolution and now like live pd is like live like a live version of cops basically did you
1: talk about like the oj like situation like how that yeah, was like, publicized mo- like events
0: like that like to where like watching it later you're not really a part of it as much as the people who were when they really experienced it yeah um we
1: talked about that in some of my film classes yeah, yeah, too finish, you finish, 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 finish,
0: finish. um but yeah so i think like that's something that for me like i i really want to experience something that's i mean it's why we go see like every superhero movie opening night yeah because that
1: energy that, is there yes like that like that, electricity. Shared, that shared
0: experience yeah like there's a difference in going to see like a spider-man no way home on opening night my versus gosh. like on a tuesday the week after yeah you know
1: yeah, cause we we saw um the new Spider Man movie twice, uh-huh. and the second time, like of course that like you could tell that there were people there that it was their first time seeing it. Yeah, but obviously if you see it for the first time like a month after it's released. You're not like a huge. You're not invested. It doesn't hit the same.
0: Yes, uh, that
1: those kinds of customer, like movie customers, are not invested. Yeah, obviously, if it's if they're seeing it for the first time after a month of it being out, and yeah. so it's not the same energy as seeing it opening night of people that are dedicated. Yeah. To that, no offense. I don't mean to people. Who no. Are, yeah, are yeah. Just saying that 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 it's different <laughs> to be in different crowds. Yes. Like that.
0: Yeah, and it's like you know, there's so many spoilers all the time too, and things. It's like it's hard. You know, like, if you can live with, like, getting things spoiled, it's like, okay, like, I'm okay. I feel like you are, like, somewhat okay with that.
1: Yeah, well, like, with this show specifically, like, so many different things go on because there's basically, like, Rue Zendaya is, Mm -hmm. like, quote-unquote the main character, but there's, like, eight main characters so if like one thing is spoiled for me on Twitter, I know that in a single episode, there's like four different storylines. Yeah. So with that, I'm a little bit more okay. Mm. Instead of something like No Way Home, where like you find out that Andrew Garfield is in it without yeah. seeing it. Yeah. Spoiler so,
0: alert. Yeah. But again, <laughs> like we said, if you haven't seen it yet, you're probably not that invested. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, um. but speaking of, So Euphoria, Fall. I know that there's a lot of people that like refuse to watch it. Um, And like I didn't watch it at first, not because of any reason, just because I was like, oh, what is this? I don't know. I'm not, I don't care enough to be invested to figure out what it is or why I should watch it. But let me tell you like why I like it. Um,
0: Why should I I watch it?
1: Yeah. Well, okay. So here's another thing for you guys. (laughs) Jack doesn't watch it. He has watched like, he's walked in. Here and there on and on parts and watched like maybe five to ten minutes of things here and there. I
0: watched the f- I watched most of the first episode of season two with you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or I don't think it was the first. It was episode. like thirty minutes. Yeah, I don't think it was the first episode though. I think it was like that no, was the a New couple Year's, New Year's Eve party. I can't remember if that was the first episode or it not. was. I remember. Um okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm a little bit used okay family, so. but
1: like we were talking about the show follows a lot of different characters but you don't like get confused at all um yeah it's pretty much zendaya's character is like kind of the main character and it follows her but i would say the the storyline really follows everyone in a really equitable way mm-hmm. um And it does do the, it does. Okay. It doesn't necessarily do the thing where it dedicates a whole episode to like one character, like how we talked about that show before. Never have I ever. Yeah. Um, where like one of the, I talked about how I really loved the, one of the episodes just focused on the mom. And like, there was not even like a single other character featured in that episode. Um, euphoria does not do that. Um, and I like that it doesn't do that in this case. Mm. um, because sometimes when that happens, you're like, okay, this is just a throwaway episode that they <laughs> needed as a filler to like get to a certain number of episodes or something. Totally. Um, even if it like furthers like your understanding of a character and that's the purpose, like that's cool. But yeah, I feel like every episode has like so much in it. Um mm. and it doesn't like leave you wondering about what another character is up to. Yeah. But it's still like has that suspense, even though you catch up with pretty much every character in every episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of reasons, there's a lot of reasons that people don't want to watch the show. And one of those reasons I would say for a lot of people is the nudity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I am here to say that it, I agree. It is like 90% of the time, like pretty gratuitous mm, is that sorry. like a good way to yeah, explain
0: gratuitous, it? yeah um, like Game of Thrones season one vibes yet
1: no okay that's what I was thinking about actually when I was thinking about the nudity because it's not like Game of Thrones in the fact that in Game of Thrones season one there's so much nudity but you can't fast forward it because there's important dialogue going on. Yes, yeah. but in Euphoria, the sex scenes and the nudity are it's, just for nudity' it's just sake. Sex scenes, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing really important necessarily. For the most part, in yeah. most cases, it's not important to the plot. Gotcha. Like you could just you they could have just shown like something behind closed doors. So,
0: like if we're watch, say we're watching together, and yes. like somebody, you know, like the boobs come out. Yeah, you know, say that i or watch it together the boobs come out you give me the look my eyes go down to my phone I'm yeah pull, i'm pulling up discord or something. I'm <laughs> yeah on, i'm on twitter yeah i'm not gonna miss anything yeah because you know there's that it's that kind of unspoken thing and it's like are you gonna are you gonna watch this yeah <laughs> shut up <laughs> it's, it's not like you're mad it's not like you're like yeah Whoa, don't watch Honestly, it's like are, you, are you, it's like okay yeah just to, not because i i haven't seen boobs before i have love them
1: jack I your mom n- your mom listens to this got
0: no issues <laughs> got no issues as a, as a concept okay as a concept i'm talking concepts here okay uh but again there's always that kind of awkward moment it's like i'm watching something with my wife yeah it's just me and my wife <laughs> well that's, what, I, that's what i'm saying if like, i can like i, I can go on my phone for a second just to save the awkwardness right
1: well i mean it's not awkward gonna, not between no i know but like me. no
0: i know yeah but like
1: but I even if I'm watching it by myself, like sometimes like I'm I'm totally fine with nudity. It's not like I'm no, like a nun. Me
0: yeah, trust me, it doesn't bother me.
1: But shut up. <laughs> but kidding. it's like it's just so much sometimes that I will just like I feel like a child. Like I will cover the screen yeah. with my hand because I or like cover my eyes because I'm just I don't need to see all of these you know, wings just like hanging around because it's not just boot like boobs is one thing. Yeah. I would, but yeah, even so, me. there's so many boobs. I'm like, even as a woman, I don't need to see this many. Bo- like, I'm just not interested in seeing all these boobs. Yeah. Or I, other I think, things. The thing
0: for me is like it's in the sh- in like the context of the show, it's like high school boobs, and I'm like, I don't even want to see like that's
1: what some people say, but I don't think I think just in general, regardless, I think they it's want just you- so much.
0: Yeah. But also, it's like as an outsider coming into the show, it's like I just feel kind of weird. That's I, I get I, that. That's,
1: that's why you don't like Pen Fifteen.
0: No, I do not like well. It's a
1: similar reasons. vein of like you don't like how older women are playing like junior hires, and that's like funky to you.
0: It's not funky, and, and that's that, that's the comedy of the show. Yeah, that's like the that's like the bit. Um, this is kind of it's not as weird. It's just kind of jarring for me. But it's still, it's still a funny show. Like, objectively, it's a funny show. But right. also, it wasn't made for me. Like, Pen15 wasn't made for me.
1: Yeah. You I know? feel like Euphoria also was not made it for me. It was you. not made for me. Which is not, why... Not doesn't I
0: mean I still can't enjoy it. I think I mean, I, th- right. I think it's objectively a good show from what I've seen. Yeah. But it's also just, like, very intense.
1: Okay, well, let me yeah. get to, like, you know, why I think it is a good show. Because, <laughs> you, you, know. you you know, you say it's a good show. You've only watched probably 30 total minutes of it yeah but you can recognize okay a lot of one of the things that people say is like oh because it's day 24 and like the cinematography is so amazing yes that is part of it especially yeah. season two yeah is filmed all in 35 millimeter film which cool. is great but i want to dig a little deeper than that because it's not it doesn't just look pretty it doesn't just look pretty one of the things that i really like about the show is the energy of it yes mm. it's super intense but it's similar to ladybird in the sense that it's just like life just unfolding in front of you Mm. and there's no real like singular event like that's what some people complain about there's not like a real plot or whatever but who cares if there's not like any intense plot or if like people complain it's just like oh just high schoolers like hanging out and getting into drama or whatever Granted, it is drama that most high schoolers don't actually experience in real life. <laughs> yeah. but
0: it's like all the means of going to Euphoria High School. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it is similar to... La- I like that it the energy of the show is similar to Ladybird in the sense that it doesn't have to be like a singular like driving plot. Yeah. It's just like life happening over and over in different ways for different people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so the, it's definitely more intense no doubt the stakes are much higher than like a ladybird situation <laughs> Yeah, um like, Lady
0: Bird was like i'm fighting with my mom and going yeah to and
1: this is like <laughs> drug dealers like yeah. m- parents who are murderers and teenagers who are also murderers it's like
0: a little bit of riverdale <laughs> but it's actually good oh
1: yes i know i literally was thinking that it's it HBO probably sounds riverdale. yeah it probably sounds like i'm describing riverdale but it's just like such an engaging show and i don't think that the writing is cheesy and because it's shot so well unlike riverdale and like there's so much budget put into it they built a whole town for the show to film the show in so i think like just that like really emphasizes like the integrity of the show a lot more than something like riverdale even though it's like kind of this a similar like theme that yeah. there are oh, no,
0: riverdale and I, <laughs> I haven't seen a lot of euphoria <laughs> but trust me like yeah i immediately they're nowhere yeah. even near the same universe and, of quality and
1: riverdale is more like a soap opera where yeah. like you know it's a CW show. you know you're watching a yeah. show it's bad but like the way the a24 does things and the way the hbo does something does things um is that it makes you feel like like how you feel when you're reading a book. Yeah. Like you kind of forget, at least for me, I don't know if other people <laughs> you probably don't feel this when you read books. But like the whole world around you like disappears. And truly like when I'm watching it, even when I'm watching it on our tiny bedroom TV that has like a crack like a dead pix a line of dead pixels in it. Yeah. I still find myself like forgetting that I'm in my bedroom and I'm not like a part of their world. Or I, I forget that I at hannah exist yeah you know no totally. i'm just like watching them and like living them and i think that's really cool
0: yeah
1: um it is visually gorgeous like we talked about as well and i like that it's even though it's like life unfolding because well because of that there's like so many things happening all the time that it's not the kind of show that you want to have on the background there's Mm -hmm. like so many nuances in like emotions and interactions that really help you understand the characters the way you're meant to. Um, and then the second thing, the last thing that I want to talk about, about why I think the show is really cool, is Rue's character and the discussion on addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, she posted something on Instagram that I want to share that I think is really cool. Cause I think like especially one of the roadblocks to the show for people maybe like more conservative people or whatever being um, the nudity. I think along with that, one of the really like gnarly things that it shows is Rue's addiction. And yeah. um, all drug was...
0: use is pretty intense.
1: Yeah, it is really yeah. intense. Um, but along with that, there's a lot of important themes. You might not like her choice. You will not like her choices. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> you won't understand why she makes the choices because you know, mm-hmm. the people watching, even if you have, gone through similar things like you won't understand why she makes those choices yeah the show will you know try to help you understand her as much as it can um and she is a really frustrating character but through it all i don't really know like how the show does it but it shows you regardless of anything that she is a person and that she's worthy of like life and like of being loved by like you really like you don't root for her necessarily, but you want her to be loved and you yeah. want her to like be okay so
0: to succeed in some kind of, yeah. Way. yeah.
1: Yeah. And like the whole thing is like, she doesn't even like really give you hope in the <laughs> show that she's going to be better, Yeah, but still, and you're not like, you're not rooting for the person that she can be. Mm. You find yourself rooting for like who she is as she is now. And I think that's a really important thing like yeah. for people to see, especially with drug use and like kids partying and stuff like that that it's like more than just something that's like you like I don't want to see that like you Mm -hmm. learn to like not respect but because you don't like respect their choices but you just understand that they're a person too and they're worthy Mm -hmm. of the same things that you're worthy of no matter their choices or
0: like, even though she's making these mistakes and like, uh-huh. has these issues, like, she's still worthy of yeah. you know, being alive. And, like, and not, it's and, like, not just...
1: Yeah, it's, it's not... Like, you do see, like, why she got to that point yeah. somewhat. Like, not even fully. Yeah. um, Like, her dad passed... It's not a spoiler. Her dad passed away. Gotcha. Um, but they make it clear in the show, like, that is a reason why her addiction is ongoing. Mm. But that's not even the reason that she started. Okay. Um, It's just as like it talks a lot about, like, her mental health issues and, like, how, you know, she just, like, her brain comes true. She was born with a lot of things that set her up for failure. Okay. Um,
0: Challenges. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, like, all those things adding up to, like, kind of understanding who she is, but regardless of, like, any of the context, like, you just see her as a person. Yeah. Okay, but the thing that I wanted to share that Zendaya wrote on her Instagram... Um, specifically about season two um, she says I think in this show and in this season more specifically she hits rock bottom talking about Rue her character Mm -hmm. it's my hope for people watching that they still see her as a person worthy of their love and worthy of their time and that she has a redemptive quality still and that we still see the good in her even if she can't see it in herself I think that if people can go with her through that and get to the end And still have hope for her future and watch her make the changes and steps to heal and humanize her through her sobriety journey and her addiction, then maybe they can extend that to people in real life. If you can love her, then you can love someone that is struggling with the same thing and maybe have a greater understanding of the pain they're facing that is often out of their control. So for me, that is the most important thing. I care about her deeply. I also care about the people who care about her because I think many of them share her story of addiction and sobriety and many of them share a lot of her emotional disorders and I think it's important that we continue to have that love for her. Um, And then she says, I don't know, that was a long-winded way of saying, of just saying that I think it's important that we have characters that are flawed and remember that we are not the worst mistake we've ever made and that redemption is possible. That's cool. Yeah, So I think like for people that are scared of the things that the show include, like I totally get that. But I think it's cool for people that do go out of their comfort zone to watch these kinds of heavy things to like understand them better um, and like be able to understand the people in real life that they come into contact with Yeah. um, that um, struggle with those things and know that like it's not just because like of the reasons that people like to put on people like they're lazy or they made bad choices and they chose this path, which sometimes, you know, people do make bad choices, but everyone is much closer to their demise than they think (laughs) that they are, you know?
0: No, totally. Um, man. Yeah. I I feel like a 24 is kind of just known for like taking these very over the top scenarios to kind of drive home these, these more like, I don't know, these kind of points that are about more, uh, that are a lot more universal than we might think. Um also, they're pretty known for characters that are just make one bad decision after the other. Yeah. Very frustrating. Leads. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. it's oh, nice. Like uncut gems or good time or Yeah. A lighthouse yeah. or anything like that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it's nice cuz like it's not like the whole show is about addiction yeah. or about sex or anything. Like the whole show is mainly about friendship. Like people some people I read this thing I think it was like the cut or something posted that like the show is about like two lovers or I don't even think it's about I think it's about love in terms of like relationships like friends family lovers whatever it is like in the things that like come in the way of those relationships but also things that hard things that build those relationships especially with young people learning like how to deal with love um and like how to like cuz a lot of the characters like you can see like model love after their parents dysfunctional relationships or they learn through their own experiences and you see characters grow and like show love really well to their friends or to their partner Um, and you see other characters who just don't know how to deal with love at all. Um, and I think that that's like a really cool aspect of the show that is like, that's like the main overarching thing for me is what the show is about. It's just about relationships, especially having so many characters. It really like drives in like friendship, um, and like juvenile friendship and how people learn how to love one another and like be with each other. Mm. Um, I think that's really cool cool yeah
0: also this is the drama yeah the the drama drama. (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. awesome so that's that thanks for sharing that I'll have to check that out eventually probably (laughs) another show that wasn't made for me but I I'm sure there's a lot of things in it that are pretty universal yeah why
1: would you explain like how would you explain why you think the show isn't made for you
0: um
1: like I get what you mean I yeah. just want you to explain it. I don't like, think I was a target
0: audience for the show. Like, I think mid to mid going on late twenties male <laughs> is not their target demographic. I think for, the
1: show like doesn't really contain things that you'd be interested in.
0: Yeah, like I mean, again, like it's not it's not that I can't get th- couldn't get things out of it because I'm sure I could. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like it was a it was a compelling show, like with a bit that I watched, but I think like. Again, like a lot of shows like in this genre or like these kind of shows just aren't made for me. Like, I know Never Have I Ever is not exactly similar to Euphoria. <laughs> um, but like that, like those kinds of shows, like I'm not the, dev- I'm not the target audience for that. Um, not, and that doesn't mean that I can't glean a lot of or enjoy like really watching it. But I think like in terms of, like it wasn't made for me, like the kinds of lessons there or like, the, the struggles or like experiences the characters are going through in the show mm-hmm. aren't really things that I'm dealing with on a regular basis. Um, yeah, I mean, I, about I would on, say on that that basis. doesn't
1: matter. Like doesn't, I think yeah. a big part of it is like feeling like A24 is really good at making their consumers feel empathy. Yeah,
0: no, for sure. But I think like, It's not that. It's not that. And again, that's not saying I. That's a reason I shouldn't watch the show. Mm -hmm. But it's a reason I'm not watching the show. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like if I watch the show, I'm sure I'd enjoy it. Yeah. Things I would get out of it, but the same thing. It's like it's not. It's not an experience I've ever had, or an experience that I will have per se in terms of the show and how they're framing it, or what those characters are going through, and, like, the way. Yeah, I, I'm just not. Yeah, I'm not who the show was designed for. Again, like I think of like eighth grade. On like the flip side, eighth grade is a show that was was a movie that again like takes with care, like ha- contained characters that are not my age or not my demographic. <laughs> but the themes in that movie and like the message it was trying to portray were things that were very much a part of my life at one point. Right. You know, and they're trying to harken back to those feelings. So we can recontextualize our own past and connect to the story about an eighth grader who's just trying to make friends. Um, right. So, you know, I, again, like that, like, there is a difference there in those two kinds of things, even though one might say, like, well, like, why did you connect
1: with an right. eighth grader? Um, I think it's the kind of thing, like, if you just got like three episodes in. Which I know you you wouldn't argue it. Yeah. Then you would just watch the whole thing. Oh, for you know? sure. And uh, yeah, I think that people like you. What pulls them in is the fact that it's done by A24, and they're interested in like the cinematography or the look of it. But then they stay for the content, like. Well,
0: I I, I think like I. Yeah, like, but also like, if it's just a good show, like yeah. it's just a good you're show. Just gonna, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. gonna
1: see what happens like, next. There's
0: no like, there's no like, I'm not like, there's no reason for me not to watch it. Right, is what I'm saying, um, yeah. Like, and even me saying like I'm not the target demographic is like irrelevant somewhat you no know? But, but it's like, not
1: the goal of the show to like grab people yeah like the like goal you. like the, yeah. they
0: didn't make the show intending to get somebody like me to watch it if that's what if that's what well i feel say. like
1: they also probably included all the boobs for people like you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh, what, what i'm trying to say is like there's a lot of shows that i need to watch or want to watch and like that is a factor
1: right in it and yeah. decide
0: in deciding what i'm gonna spend my time doing it's like i have limited time to watch shows like Okay, am I going to go for the shows that like that speak to the kinds of interests that I actually have, right? Or am I going to, you know, spend time watching this? And again, like, you know, maybe I should spend time watching that. I'm not saying I'm not going to at but some point. Yeah, like at some there's point. no pressure. But, but at this point where I'm at, it's like, well, like I can maybe hit fit one one show right now into my schedule. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for like the Book of Boba Fett or something. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like you know, of like, course,
0: something that, that something that is is made like like feels like it's made exactly for me yeah like all my interests encapsulated into one where i'm like let's go yes yeah i need i need this
1: especially for a person like you who you know you don't have the job that you had before, but while I was watching the show, you were working the job that you hated, yeah, nine to five or eight to five yeah. every day, an hour away, an hour away, yeah. And you don't really want to come home and watch a show like Euphoria that stresses you out even more.
0: Yeah, it, it really, <laughs> it's really, it's really intense. A, it really stresses me out. Yeah, yeah. and I think, yeah, especially, especially after that, it's like I'm in such a stressful situation all day, every day. Like coming home and like you're watching that show. And there's like a gnarly. Oh, scene I'm going so on. sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> I would just have to go in the other room and just yeah, like play legitimately video games or like like I'd like it felt like overload.
1: Legitimately, just coming home to characters like screaming at each other. Yeah,
0: and like really in- and like and that's the thing. Like uh, real. It's a good show, so that stuff feels very real. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, it there's that's the reason I don't watch a lot of shows. You know, it's like some shows are like they're really good, but they're really intense. Yeah. And there's just a lot. It's like. I'm not really in the space mentally or emotionally right now to invest in something like that. I probably will be at some point. Uh, Hello, everyone. This is Jack. Uh, This is just a side note. So I actually ended up watching the last few episodes of Euphoria season two, and I thought it was fantastic. So I'm going to go back and watch the entire series from beginning to end because I had such a good time with it. So there you go. Consider this my side note
1: so what is a show that so, you've been watching
0: finally i've been waiting for this moment because <laughs> uh, he has
1: been watching shows you <laughs> know uh, we you know we are married we to together but yes. we still make time for our alone time there are things we watch together, to watch together. Things, things we watch together things we watch apart, apart.
0: there's things we watch uh together and apart at yep. times mm-hmm. uh depending on each of our interest levels yeah um a show I've been watching, which we just we watched us like, we watch it together. It is a show, we watch together. a show we watch together. but it's a show that I brought to the table.
1: Yeah, it's so, it's like I would consider it Jack's show, a, even though we Jack. watch it's it together.
0: Show. But Hannah is very supportive, and she she'll throw me a bone here and there. And watch yeah, and I, I
1: will try really hard not to be on my phone. <laughs>
0: yes, you're good about this one. I think you like this one. Yeah, you weren't really on your phone very much. Yeah um
1: it's just that i i need like my i can't let my hands sit still yeah but jack is so nice he lets me play one of my dot games that's that's a happy happy medium yeah because i'm still paying attention i just need to be doing something well
0: and again in the same vein as you know you not watch you not really kind of making me watch euphoria with you when i'm not really in that space for that kind of thing there's shows i don't really like make you watch with me Right. Like, like a show, Book like, of Boba Fett. Like yeah, or like The Witcher or something like that. It's like <laughs> shows that I know are like one, not made for like not made with you in mind and that you have zero interest in. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not gonna like push that on you and be like, hey, I need you to watch like this really niche like fantasy show with right. me right now. And you're like, I have I don't know who these people are. I have no interest <laughs> in this. I'm not interested in like gain like bringing on another franchise that I have to keep track of. Um so with that, but that being said, the show that I did bring to the table,
1: oh, suspense,
0: <laughs> is a little show called Peacemaker. Uh, yes, another show on HBO, uh, and and it's a show that um, is very. I feel like okay, so there's shows that I think are made with people like me in mind, like my kind of interests, but try to appeal to a wider audience. Show, a show like The Book of Boba Fett or like The Mandalorian. Uh, Star Wars shows. Mm-hmm. Shows that are made with audiences like me in mind. Like, you know, comic book readers, like very deep Star Wars fans, deep into the mm-hmm. lore. Um, you know, like have spent um, like a lot of their time watching the movies and like going deep into like the like just the nitty gritty of it, you know, like right. they're super fans. But at the same time, they work very hard to appeal to as wide as audi- as wide an audience as as possible, yeah. You know, it's like they want your average Joe watching The Mandalorian or watching The Book of Boba Fett. So you're saying simply that... simply because they recognize Boba Fett.
1: So you're saying that Peacemaker is kind of like one of those shows that involves a wide audience.
0: So I'm saying, I'm saying it's not. Okay, so, yeah, that's yeah. What so makes that, sense. so yeah, so like that's what I'm saying. Like a book like Boba, Fett, like the Book of Boba, Fett it's a show with me, maybe with someone like me in mind, but they're not going to bend over backwards or like try to make something very specific or put that effort in to kind of like speak to someone like me directly but and you know and like but the thing and with that it's like most of the time they do end up speaking to someone like me directly but they try to get as many people in that as possible and, and
1: peacemaker is a show that involves the dc universe yes
0: so peacemaker is a show that and you know is very much i feel like was made just for me and, <laughs> and I know it wasn't I
1: really loved it though. yeah it was
0: good um but I feel like every like everything in that show like I'm like oh my god like it's like you're reading my brain right now like this is this is exactly what I needed um,
1: it has that good like DC type of humor too that's yeah. like takes it really far
0: yeah totally so it's like so okay so it's a show and this is partly partly from the show's creator so the show was written and directed and created by James Gunn. Uh, you'll know James Gunn as the director of Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, yes, so he course. kind of yeah he brought the Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: He brought the humor he to brought, that universe. He
0: brought the humor and like kind of the weirdness to the MCU. Yeah, like because there was it was like the first real outer space movie.
1: It was like the first actually funny Marvel movie in the present in the present day.
0: It like, kind of brought that new comedic tone. Yeah, like because there was like always con- like the MCU is known for its quips like Robert Downey Jr. like quipping his Iron Man cracking right. jokes. Like they always kind of did that stuff. But this is like a new, this is like really trying to write more comedy into the end, like flat out comedy into the mm-hmm. MCU. Um, but also kind of like making it like a space opera and like fun, like adventures and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like an 80s serial into the MCU. A yeah, bit. exactly. Um, but so yeah, so writer director, James Gunn, uh, he had just come off uh, doing the suicide the new, the new newest Suicide Squad movie for DC, which we watched together, which you liked a lot, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like full trans, I did not see any of the Suicide Squad movies except for, I don't even know how many there are. There's two. just two. Yeah. Okay. I didn't see the first one. I saw the second one though. First I don't terrible. feel like I needed to see the first one. You didn't miss anything. <laughs> I think that because it was so bad, like yeah. maybe they just like didn't care. No. About like making sure that they included things from the first yeah. movie or whatever. And same with watching Peacemaker. I don't mm-hmm. feel like confused about anything. No. Having not seen. Even like if you. I would say for the people who are like I don't know anything about what the heck you're talking about. Even if you haven't seen either of the Suisqu- Suicide Squad movies. Which you should see the second one because it's pretty funny. Yeah. um, I think that Peacemaker would still make sense. Yes.
0: Okay, so, yeah. So, quick story. So, quick story. James Gunn, you know, so, did Guardians of the Galaxy at Marvel. Uh, he got fired from Marvel a couple years ago. Uh, so, some old tweets came up about of his that they were not racist or homophobic, which is good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: but, basically, they were just kind of, like, edgelord- like, comedy tweets from, like, the early 2010s.
1: Edgelord. <laughs> but yeah, just,
0: like, guys, like, back then try to be an edge, like, try to be edgelords. That yeah. was, like, a style of comedy back then. And the tweets were not good. They were talking about, like, like, killing babies and things like that. But, like, just, like, poor taste jokes. Not stuff, like, not stuff that people get canceled for, actually. Yeah. But, like, stuff that, like, you know, it's like, oh, like, that's kind of messed up. But, like, you shouldn't get canceled for that. Like, people were in, in pretty unanimous agreement that it was not that big of a deal. Like,
1: it was just tweets that just didn't land.
0: They were just, they were just, like, just, like, like, poor taste jokes.
1: Like, if you said it in a group of friends, people would be like, like, what? What? like why, did, like you just why did you say that? Say that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: But not racist or homo, like, not things that are actually, like, that, not that kind of caliber. There's yeah. a difference there, you know? Like, um, yeah, like, some, like, some, like, person on Twitter, like, some celebrity, like, saying the N-word a bunch in tweets and, like, making right. jokes about black people. that that is Bing. like that there's a there's a huge difference between Just, yeah. the two kinds of things like he's making like yeah jokes about like like throwing babies off the roof or something like that and like other stuff again things that were messed up but the, yeah. again like the things that he apologized for and he wasn't hiding he's yeah. like hey like like years before like this came up again
1: and he had already apologized before it got brought up again yes
0: it was years prior he's like hey like yeah these are things that i like these are jokes that i made and like it was not this is totally like totally wrong. I was such an idiot and like I'm really sorry for that stuff. Like he'd already addressed this in the past and really like tried to like apologize for it and like talk about like how he's like he learned like he's learned so much over the years and like um and and again like that's what you want when somebody gets canceled like somebody to like you know opportunity for change and for growth and like he did that before like cancel culture was really even happening so mm-hmm. like that's a good thing. <laughs> So, but again, like it was like a right wing troll is the one that dug up these tweets again. So it was a right wing. It was a right. It was like a commonly known right wing troll account that brought these tweets up again. And they're like, whoa, like, hey, Disney, you're going to let somebody like this, <laughs> like literally that's what they said on Twitter. You're going to let someone like this work for you. And like, like wow, I, what a double standard. Like Disney, such this like this, this woke company having somebody like this on your staff. And, and of
1: course, a huge company like that. So Disney feels, Disney feels folded, pressure. and everybody
0: was so upset about it. Like, wow! Like you're, like you're just gonna fold for this like right wing troll like on Twitter, uh, and they fired him. Um, again, like people are pretty sure that like almost immediately he was hired back, but it took. But he wasn't officially for a long time. Uh, so Guardians of the Galaxy three got paused. That was supposed to come out a couple years, like a year ago, I think. Um,
1: the third one still hasn't come out. It hasn't, right, it's coming out next yeah. year.
0: Um, so. Right after that, he actually got hired by DC and Warner Brothers to come direct a new Suicide Squad movie. Uh, well, they kind of wanted to direct anything They're like, hey, what do you want to direct? Like, we would love to have you basically. That's so
1: cool. They're like,
0: Our movies have been overall pretty mixed, mostly bad. We need help. Uh, yeah. And he was like, oh, I want to do a Suicide Squad movie because, you know. And like he's There's like somebody
1: nowhere to go but up, yeah, nowhere to go but up,
0: because the first one was historically so 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 bad, uh, one of the worst comic movies ever, um, and that's a whole other story about all those problems. But anyway, so yeah, so he he basically came back, and shortly at like shortly after that was announced, he got officially hired back at Marvel, but he was already working in Suicide Squad, so that's why Guardians got pushed back again. Um, anyways, so yeah, so he did the Suicide Squad and the Suicide Squad not Suicide Squad big difference oh there. okay yeah they basically ignored the first one except they brought back uh, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn uh, and Joel Kimmins, as Rick Flag and a couple of the characters they brought back Amanda Waller um, Viola Davis um, yeah
1: like all the important like celebrities that people care about they brought, back the, they brought about. back the characters
0: that worked except for Will Smith because he had like a conflict that he couldn't come back for um, he and, probably
1: was just embarrassed and didn't want to try yeah, again
0: yeah yeah um, but and the movie was so good like legitimately so good basically just like guardians of the galaxy rated r yeah <laughs> like more violence more swearing uh like takes fun- it like funnier jokes 20
1: steps further yeah it just
0: takes it further like which is like the best and like it because like james gunn he's so funny but like sometimes you can tell when he's getting censored a little bit in his jokes or like his comedy style like Especially in Guardians, like
1: You're talking like one of those comedians like it's like you can't say anything nowadays. No. Oh my
0: god, you can't bloody say anything nowadays. No, but like with in like in, in a Marvel movie, yeah, you can only take jokes you know there's so gonna far. Be kids. It's, they're in family the like they're family movies. Yeah. You know? So it's like like I think Guardians too, like there were some there were some poopy jokes.
1: Poopy. L- <laughs> yeah. Literally.
0: There were some poopy there were some a lot of poop jokes and, and in yeah. Guardians too. It's like okay. These are like five year old jokes. Like, yeah. But like a lot of jokes in Guardians 2 like didn't really land for me. Uh that being said, um, yeah, like he he kind of like, okay, like this is James Gunn game to like cut loose and be as funny as like we know he can be. And it was awesome. Like you like the movie, right? Like it was killer. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I didn't like some of the violence. (laughs) Really violent. It's hard for me in general to watch violence, especially just in this case. It's like, so it's like gory, like for the fun of it. Yeah. Like, there's killing in like lots of creative ways that are very hard to watch (laughs) (laughs) um so i did have to close my eyes for a good chunk of the movie but it was really funny yeah there were other parts that appealed to me
0: yeah um yeah but so one of the characters in the suicide squad was uh played by john cena and he was called the peacemaker And he's basically like a really hardcore version of Captain America.
1: You should have led with that. that I should have just led with that.
0: John Cena.
1: Yeah. The star of one of our other favorite movies, which is Blockers. And his
0: name is John Cena. Yes. You know? Yes. Uh, Anyways. Uh, And he's basically like a really hardcore version of Captain America who will kill anybody for freedom in the name of freedom. <laughs> so, he
1: basically just follows orders.
0: Yeah. He's like, he'll I'll do whatever it takes for freedom in America and I'll kill as many women and children and men as I have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but he's one of the best parts of the movie. Like like it his character starts out as kind of like a joke, or like kind of like funny like that. Mm-hmm. But he he has like some of the most emotional and like nuanced parts of that film. Uh and then so the series is basically picking up where that film le- leaves off. Spoiler alert, he survives um
1: would you say that like he's more of the main character of that movie or like idris elba he
0: i think he's he's not a main character of that movie but he's definitely like a bigger supporting character. Right. um but yeah he's definitely one of the one of the focuses yeah I think, especially if the movie goes on yeah you know like he, he starts carries
1: on, the plot of the movie yeah a in lot. a lot of
0: ways yeah um but i'd say idris elba is idris elba and then rat catcher i can't remember her name are more of the main characters of that movie right Um, but
1: so it picks up Peacemaker, picks up where the movie leaves off.
0: Yeah, so basically, he's working, he's a kind of like a a D list super like villain, hero, anti hero kind of person. And that's where he's into the the comics. Like, he's not a big character. And James Gunn, I love James Gunn, he kind of brings these like kind of nothing characters and brings them into the like the forefront. Yeah. Um, and, and it's fun with that because there's no baggage about what you can do with them. Like with the Batman movie or like a, a show like that, like there's a lot of baggage with a character like that. There's a lot of things you can't do or a lot of things you have to do. You know, it's yeah, like you can't sure. you can't reinvent a Batman uh, like from scratch. Yeah, because like you just can't do that. Like it's a character that's so ingrained in popular culture. But with a character like Peacemaker, that nobody's ever heard about until five minutes ago, <laughs> you can really do whatever you want. Yeah, um, and you can make it however. Like you can make it what you want to. Um, so I feel like they really built this characterization around John Cena. Um, who's become a great actor. Right. You know, it's like he's like he's genuinely really funny. Yeah. And like he's kind of like he's picked up some acting chops over the years. Um
1: and he plays like lots of different characters. It's not like he just easily just plays the same character all the time. Like he's really like a versatile actor.
0: Totally. Yeah. So basically the show, he's kind of working a black ops. He's like kind of forced into black ops service for the government again to, uh, you know, eradicate this alien threat. Uh, and they don't really tell him very much, but he's kind of forced to do this or they will blow up his head because the bomb that's implanted in his head. Mm. Um, and, but, you know, the show kind of takes like a lot of turns and like it brings in things like topics about race and like cancel culture and like white politics. supremacy, politics, uh, you know, like social media, QAnon, like all that kind of like all the stuff that's like mm-hmm. been really relevant in the last couple of years. But the show n- deals, deals with
1: not in an annoying no, way,
0: not annoying. And that's what I and that's my biggest that's my favorite thing about this show and about James Gunn specifically is that he's really good about uh, addressing topics and tackling kinds of issues without things getting preachy and annoying, but also without ignoring them. Yeah. You know, it's like some shows they kind of like to, or like people in, you know, society, they're like, oh, okay, I don't want to talk about race again, or I don't want to talk about politics. Like, <laughs> let's just forget about that stuff, man. <laughs> like, let's just like love each other. And like, Ew. let's just like like be like, you know, like not see color anymore. Like, let's just like, you do your thing, I do my thing, and, like, we yeah. shake hands, and it's, like... It's just, not like, how the
1: world works. Yeah, it's, like, it's not how
0: the world works. Like, it's convenient for you, because, like, you are allowed to, like, have those, like... And
1: most of those people aren't affected by those yeah, issues. Yeah, it's
0: because you're white, and, like, you can have that kind of convenience about your life. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like... And I don't want to, like... I don't want to, like, point fingers at shows like that kind of do this too much, but, like, let's show, like, Supergirl. Like, <laughs> and I and, I, and I, I feel like I can talk about Supergirl because I've watched a lot of it. I watched That's so funny. I watched many seasons of Supergirl. It was it was a CW superhero show that I was obsessed with. Yeah, I was obsessed with it. I was obsessed with the universe, so I had to watch all of them. Right. Um. But Supergirl is a show that gets pretty preachy when it comes to its like social, uh, like topics, and it kind of forces things into show narratives where it just doesn't work. Got it. And to where you kind of lose any kind of semblance of like the characters or the conflict of the show in li- and like gets overshadowed by these social issues that are happening in our real world that I guess are happening in this fictional world too. um, And, and it gets very preachy and it's very distracting and it's like, okay, like I agree with you, but like you're making it kind of hard to like, cause mm-hmm. like now like this feels like a public service announcement and I'm not getting, being entertained. Like you kind of need to have that kind of sense of it's like the semblance of like a fictional world and escapism, yeah. but also allow that to comment on society around us. You know? Yeah,
1: it's kind of like the show is like trying to like put a badge on itself. Like, yes, yeah. I did something good.
0: Yeah, but, so it's like, and it's, yeah, I just, and it's very late it's and it's usually very lazy too yeah and it like and it just yeah it's just completely overshadowed
1: the phrases that everybody says yes
0: and, and it's kind of using an excuse to have really bad writing in your show yeah. <laughs> you know it's like well it doesn't matter if our show is bad writing and bad characters because we're talking about these issues And <laughs> like and like we're championing this and yeah. it's like but and that's what turns people off these kind of things it's like oh my god like these are conversations we should have but like people are like it's like you're vindicating the bad people in our society yeah. by doing that kind of stuff or
1: you're just saying it because you've heard it somewhere else before yeah. you know
0: yeah and it's like yeah so that's a show that doesn't balance that very well it goes yeah. way too far in the other in the wrong in the other direction um but like this show like you know peacemaker John his character like he's very rough around the edges like his like his dad is a white supremacist and like yeah and like he's
1: like a superhero from back in the day no his dad's a villain or da- sorry yeah. that's what i meant super yeah. villain who from was back from back in the day who like fought for the kkk yeah
0: he's like basically like a super like a clan super villain and <laughs> like really gnarly yeah um but but like the supporting character in the show like it's a black woman who john cena spends most of his time with and like there's a lot of interesting conversations in the show because obviously John Cena's dad don't get along you know like they're not like he doesn't you know he does not agree with his dad and he kind of hates his dad in a lot of ways but also he was raised by his dad and he's still trying to like deal with the trauma of all Mm -hmm. that stuff and like live it growing up in that kind of household like his dad's very much like a Tucker Carlson Fox News like to the extreme QAnon kind of guy and so like that kind of conflict is like, it's ever present throughout the show and it doesn't overshadow anything. Cause like with all these like alien threats and like these black ops missions, but they don't ignore it either. Like it's, it's all meshed together very well. Like, you know, the dad kind of like, I'm not spoiling anything, but the dad comes back into the show. is kind of like, ends up kind of being a villain to his son. Uh, mm-hmm. and they, and there's kind of like, there's that like conflict of ideals, but there's also like that more so that conflict of like familial relationship. And son. Yeah. And, and also like, you know, him kind of, and like Peacemaker, like, you know, he's rough around the edges. He's not like quote unquote like politically correct in like how he says things or like how he like, acts about things it's like
1: realistic for the way he was raised yeah he's like you can tell that he's trying yeah and like yeah
0: he's he's trying and it's like but he's not all it's not just like he's trying and he gets a pass right he's trying and he's making progress right and he's like directly addressing like the quote unquote sins of his father and fighting against those it's it's all very well done to where it's like but it's also like the show allows you to laugh in the midst of those things and to like, there like, there's still to be humor. Like these are very dark and heavy yeah. like topics, but I think James Gunn like really well balances like, like, a- a- like acknowledges the role that humor and laughter needs to have in those kind of like situations because of like, you know, like look at the world around us. Like if we are like with all like, you know, racism and, um, you well, know, the other stuff. And politics, like, all this stuff like <laughs> if you're unable to like allow humor to be a part of your life um like you're just gonna be like crippled and like incapacitated by those things like oh my god like the world is ending and there's nothing we can do to fix these things and there's nothing we can do to like help make every day better
1: um mm-hmm.
0: but allowing yourself to like have <laughs> humor as a way to not only like process that but to think about it and to like You know, laugh in the face of a white supremacist while you're kicking his ass, like yeah, you know, and like like,
1: just experience all of life
0: in full. Like you can
1: still experience full sadness about things while still being super happy, excited, or laugh about other separate things in your life. The two can coexist.
0: Yeah, and it's like, and 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 the show like it doesn't it doesn't feel the need to harp on those things. Like it addresses them in the right time, in the right way, at the right time. But it also, like, allows those characters to have, like, just laugh together listening to music or, like, arguing about, like, some arbitrary thing and just, like, m- messing around or, like, fighting aliens. Like, it it all is balanced really, really well, I think, to where I didn't feel like there was any too much of one thing in the show, um, to where I feel like, yeah, I feel like at the end of the day, like, the show, like, addressed a lot of the overarching, like, systemic problems that, like, came up in the show but also like allow the characters to like bond and like grow right. together and like laugh together and become friends Right. and just like be goofy and funny.
1: Cause the show is not like necessarily about race. It's about, no. Yeah. It's about fighting aliens and like ridiculous things like yeah. that. Yeah. But of course with the context of the characters, yeah. there's like natural conversations that happen.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's not, they're not putting, they're not inserting anything. It's like, these are characters that would think about these problems or deal with these like your like your black like coworker slash like agent teammate. Mm-hmm. Um, like when your white supremacist villain father like starts messing like messing around with things, like obviously you guys are gonna have some kind of conflict or conversation about that, especially mm-hmm. when like you were raised in like this like kind of like really abusive household where like you didn't understand these things. And like and you're also dealing with all your own trauma that you're trying to like process mm-hmm. um and the show is really organic about all that stuff um and it allows you and it's like it allows the audience to have fun and the characters to have fun in the midst of all that and to like you know in a healthy way process that and grow with that together uh which i really really loved um, right and I, and I left a good like the like the show at the end of the show like i had a good taste in my mouth yeah you know yeah um But it was still like, but it was also still really intense, like Suicide Squad, like really violent, like really funny, really stupid.
1: But it goes hard at everything. Like It goes hard at the violence. It goes hard at the humor. Uh Like it's all just so good. Just like you were saying, just like takes it there.
0: And it has like a lot of heart, you know, like Mm -hmm. I feel like, and I feel like James Gunn's really good at that. Just like giving his characters a lot of heart and like you really feel for all of them and in different ways um and even when characters make mistakes in this show like there's characters that like we kind of root for but like are make really bad decisions uh, yeah and kind of like hurt other characters in certain ways like oh man like i'm I'm upset with what you did there but like i still i still want you to be okay i want you to succeed right um
1: there's no character that like comes on screen and you're like oh, i'm gonna look at my phone now i don't want to see
0: this no totally um and the show just, like, doesn't take itself too seriously, which I really, like, I really appreciate. Um, and, like, and it pokes fun at, like, the DC universe in a lot of ways, <laughs> which <laughs> are deserving and I think are really funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's just, like, an it, like, it's, yeah, it's good. It's a I great think, show. You guys check it out. You should check yeah. out Peacemaker. You know, yeah. like, you don't really have to know much about the DC, you don't have to know anything about the DC universe, really, like, because, like, especially because the DC universe is, like, so in flux nowadays, like... We're not sure who's coming back as what character when like Ben Affleck's Batman is basically over after the flash movie. Henry Cavill probably won't be back as Superman ever again. Like all these things are in flux. So don't, they don't really like bring, make too many direct references to like old movies or things like that. It's like more just like, Oh, Batman in general, or Aquaman in general, or Superman in general. Yeah. Like, as we know him as the public. Yeah. So, um, you can really, I mean like you should watch suicide squad first, but you don't really have to. Yeah. Like, you get the gist of his character and everything he's gone through through the show.
1: Is peace? I don't know if you already said this, but is Peacemaker in the first Suicide Squad movie? No, not just the okay. second one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, those kind of characters are all... All the fun characters from Suicide Squad, are just in that movie. Yeah, yeah.
1: You, we could do like a whole episode on just the second Suicide Squad well, movie. It's well, so if good. you want.
0: Oh, actually, no. I was about to plug the Worthless Film podcast, but we never released that episode. Of oh, our you Suicide did Squad Review. it. Reviewed. No. How come? Uh, the audio kind of got messed up. Oh. And there wasn't really a way to remedy it. Well, I, could, I mean, I I'm sure other. if it's not
1: too bad, you could just release it and people can listen to it if they want or not.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be like the secret episode or like yeah, the, like the hidden episode that we never release until like people ask for it. You know, you well, gotta, you gotta. I'm asking for oh, it. Got, okay, well, one person's asking for it. You gotta build that kind of mythicality though with your with your podcast. Yeah, Maybe we have some unreleased episodes, the secret tapes. Of, we do. Of Hannah and Jack.
1: No, Maybe. we don't. Oh. Uh, we might. We might. Yeah. We might. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm
0: winking to Hannah right now, pretty severely. I'm
1: not wearing my glasses, so <laughs> she can't even see me right I now. I can't see what your eyes are doing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's good.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think both great shows. Maybe yeah. someday Jack will watch Euphoria. I probably will. Maybe not. Is there any? Will. What other shows are we like thinking about watching in the future? Oh.
0: We got to watch Ozark season three. Ozark season three. Yeah. We I he- I've
1: heard not great things I'm about not, it. Just don't listen to the haters. We I gotta, know. We got to give it a chance. We ourselves. have to watch it anyways. Because
0: Jason Bateman is hot.
1: Oh, for sure. <laughs> That's a reference. Speaking of.
0: previous episode of the Rec Center podcast.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah, you guys should go back and at, listen. Where we
0: answer the question definitively is Jason Bateman
1: Speaking hot? of Jason Bateman. There is this podcast that I heard of that I want to start watching or listening to with Jason Bateman called The Smartlist Podcast. Okay. It has Jason Bateman Bateman and, oh my gosh, why is his name (laughs) the only name that I'm remembering? (laughs) But they just won like an award for something. An award. And that's how I found out about it. I don't know how I didn't know. I'll look it up. Yeah.
0: Uh, what else are we playing? We gotta we gotta keep watching *Regis Gemstone* season two. Um.
1: Oh, sorry, Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett.
0: Oh, classic. Yes. Yeah. Um, we got to. What else we gotta watch?
1: I wanna watch *Vanderpump Rules* over from the first season.
0: You can do that if you (laughs) want to. Because I've
1: seen I've seen all of it. I've probably missed an episode or a season here and there. Uh huh. And I watched all of it out of order. Yeah. So I want to like start from the beginning and get the continuity of it all. Yeah. Um. Oh, Insecure. Speaking of, we haven't seen that. I've seen that. Oh, what you watched it without yeah. me?
0: I watched it in college. Oh, okay. Yeah, I watched back in the old days, days in,
1: college. in
0: college. And I also watched her web series that uh, started off the show too. The wow. That Amazing. Um uh yeah so is that it
1: i think that's it we
0: done this again
1: yeah we've done it
0: well we'll, maybe it'll be another six months and we do it until we do another one
1: (laughs) yeah we're not really sure
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's much easier to do it now that we live together
1: yeah uh, i mean we've lived together for like eight nine months now and we
0: never married nine months
1: how long have we been married
0: married since june
1: right so july August. No, it's going to be embarrassing how I don't really know my months very well. It's okay. Keep going. July, August, August, September. I never remember which one comes first, October or November. October. I'm just going to count both. November. December. January. February. It's been... S- how many is this? Seven months. Seven months. So, <laughs> Even though I have the numbers on my fingers, I still have to so count less how less many than fingers. So nine
0: by two, because nine minus seven is...
1: Right. Is okay, we've been living together for seven months. Yeah. And we
0: seven have long not long <laughs> done it for seven
1: months. So I don't think living oh, together makes it, it easier. Other things. I think that you guys just need to beg for it and that'll make it easier. Well, we just need
0: more Jennas in the world. Jenna really, she gassed us up.
1: There were other people that have asked us what we're doing again, but yeah, it but felt Jenna like it was
0: the most recent
1: and it felt more like, when are you going to do it again? Like you said that yeah, you were it doing kinda this. It's like they're
0: like shaking their fingers at us. Yeah. So like, well, that doesn't make me feel good. It makes me not want to do it less, <laughs> but Jenna was so encouraging and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to freaking do it. Yeah. And we did it.
1: And, and we did it. So
0: be, be a Jenna today. Tell us how much you like us. And
1: that's the takeaway.
0: And that's, and that's the takeaway. That's a new slogan. And that's the
1: takeaway.
0: <laughs> <It's>, uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was a slogan the whole time. Um, okay, well, Hannah, thanks for doing this again.
1: Thank you, Jack. I'll
0: see you. I'll see you right after this because we're married.
1: Yeah. Uh, Probably gonna have a carrot cake if you want a slice of that.
0: I'm good, but okay. uh, I guess I'll talk to you again in a few months when we do this again.
1: Yes yeah <laughs> all right okay well, thanks, this guys. has been the rec
0: center podcast where we recommend uh things to each other and in turn to you the, the listener. listener find us on instagram and at twitter and not on facebook uh find us in the metaverse mm.
1: uh
0: we'll be at the club obviously <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right farewell
1: bye